episode of the Thursday Pod. It's episode 28. Today, Michael Govier and Leanne Holo focus in on their book club, Eckhart Tolle's A New Earth. Fascinating discussions about the eagle and transcending this plane. Can it be done? And are we preventing ourselves from doing so? And what other powers does the ego have over us that prevent us from being our true selves? Settle in as Leanne and Mike are here to talk about it all on the first day five. Hello, welcome into the First Day Pod. That's right. It's a show about stuff and life and society and, uh, you know, these things that we tend to talk about that matter. Uh, this is the First Day Pod. First Day Pod, ProtonMail.com. First Day Pod on Instagram and Twitter. We are live on Periscope. And you could also listen to us as a podcast right now. So if you are listening to us as a podcast, thank you. We appreciate your business and time and effort. And, of course, I'm joined by my wonderful co-host. Couldn't do the show without her because this is a team effort. Leanne, hello. Hi, Leanne. Hi. How are you, Mike? Good. How's it going? It's going really good. That's fantastic. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, thanks for inviting me. How was your walk? It was amazing. It was amazing. so good. Yeah, I uh, didn't even know if I was going to be able to do it. Like, I didn't even think about really preparing for it food wise or hydration wise or anything i just knew that i had to get it done before the podcast and um i did my best time i did 12 minute miles i never do that 12 minute miles how do you do that are you running yeah you're running yeah i well i you're not walking i walk half of it and i run half of it or i might be running more than half of it i'm actually not sure yeah you're, you're moving too fast for it to be walking exclusively so Oh, yeah. No, I'm not walking exclusively. That's for sure. So what do you do? You rotate? Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of walking, a little bit of running, like for a couple of minutes? Like I do um, I do fire hydrant to fire hydrant. So I do one walking, one running, one walking, one running. And then today I was just like, I was on fire. It was like my walking from one fire hydrant to the next was taking so long that I was like, well, maybe I'll just like do it for half of the way. And then so, and then I was like, oh, maybe I could do two fire hydrants running. I just had all of this energy. It was great. That's beautiful. I'm really yeah. glad to hear that. Congratulations. Yeah. Thanks. You're getting Plus, big, like, really fired up for the uh, marathon soon. I am. It's a full marathon. I cannot believe I'm about to do a full marathon. It's, it's incredible. Shocking. It's shocking, is what it is. It is shocking, but it's exciting. Yeah. I always yeah. have these like limiting thoughts or beliefs, I guess is what people call them, but um, that my knees wouldn't let me do a full marathon or that I'm too busy to prepare for a full marathon. What's wrong with your knees? My knees have always been bad when I ran, but what I realized this, like for this training, training, I told myself I was only going to walk it. And so um, I walked a lot this summer and then I just like put in little baby runs, like little jogs here and there. And then I did a little bit more and then a little bit more. And now today I was just like, oh my gosh, I probably, I'm like kind of almost a beginner runner right now. 
So it was very, very exciting. I'm just, uh, it was, it was very good. So thank you. How are you doing with your training? My training is going great. Yeah. Yeah. I I walked yesterday, so that was fun. Yeah. Do you, how do you figure out your mileage? Well, I started using a tracker yesterday, just like you wanted me to. So. Oh, good. The first time I did that. Good. There's a million apps out there. It's very easy to track your mileage, see how far you've gone. Yeah. Tells you how fast and all that stuff. So good. Good times, man. We're excited over here. It's gonna mm-hmm. be a big marathon, October 18th. Yeah. Thousands and thousands of people all gathering at once. <laughs> In individual locations. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Leanne and I were supposed to do the free press run, the free yeah. press marathon together. Yeah. And obviously that was postponed. Mm-hmm. You 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 supposed to be able to go across the bridge right uh yeah across the bridge and then through the tunnel oh it's through the tunnel that's gross no it was really cool they like clear out to breathe that air it's not that it's not bad at all actually they clear it out i don't know maybe an hour before so there's really no fumes in there it's fine um yeah and it's like cool because it's like the temperature is cooler so it's a nice kind of break Mm -hmm. yeah Actually, you know what? That's a lie. The fumes are probably uh, in there. So it doesn't stink in there. But yeah. I do remember that the first time that I did it, I was like, wow, this isn't bad at all. And then as soon as I like got out of the tunnel and had fresh air, there was like this big gasp of like, <gasps> it was just like, it was really interesting that like what the fresh air did to you. So I guess it was not ideal in there, but. Yeah, I mean, it's a tunnel. It's trapped <laughs> out underground, so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, underwater anyways. Anyways. uh, Yeah. So that didn't work out because of COVID-19. Another thing ruined by that virus. That's a lot. But Leanne has not stopped. She's still going to do her marathon. And I told her I would join her. I mean, not in person because we don't see each other, but I will do it the same day. And we'll see if uh, I keep up on that. I mean, I, I work out and exercise, but I don't I haven't been training for a walking. It's a walking marathon mainly. Walking mm-hmm. if you want a little bit of running, you can. It's not a it's not a truly running marathon only. It's like it can be. A, yeah, but that's not what you're doing. That's, that's not, not what I was that's not what the yeah. That's not what we're doing. That's so. not what the goal was. No. No, it's just to complete it. So if you walk, yeah. great. Whatever. Yeah. I've never done that before. So I'm sure yeah. I'll survive. Leanne's concerned that I'm not training enough. So Cause it's not a half marathon. It's a full marathon. 26.2. It's a lot. Like I, I tell everybody, anybody can do, I mean, if you're at like a basic level of fitness, um, anybody can do a half marathon, Uh but a full marathon, it takes its toll. I'm telling you, I'm only at 18 miles right now. And it's, it's a lot to get 18 miles in, in one trip. Yeah. That takes a whole day. Yeah, it took me five hours, I think. What about you guys? You like to run out there? You like to walk? Do you enjoy that? Do you enjoy going outside and getting out of the house if you're stuck at home? Or do you work? Do you have a job? What do you do out there? Has COVID-19 not affected your life at all and everything's business as usual? (laughs) Let us know. First Day Pod, protonmail.com. First Day Pod on Twitter and Instagram. You can DM us, of course. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so... So that's going on. What else are we talking about today? Mm. We got the book club's been going on. That's 
That's been good. We had our book club meeting last night. Every Monday night, 8 o'clock Eastern time, we go live on Zoom, and you can join us. It's never too late. We're doing Eckhart Tolle's A New Earth. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, how are you feeling about the book? How am I feeling about it? Yeah, how do you feel about the book? I think it's a good book. I like it. I think it's uh, it's got a lot of realistic um, takes. It expresses itself in a way that is honest, and it's trying to be of use it's not a book that you can you can read the book and you can kind of just go through it and be like okay that's interesting hmm, I, I find that fascinating but the book is trying to awaken your uh, yourself to a greater sense of being that's the mm -hmm. overall goal of the book and like i said if you've listened to the show before i have read the book through five or six chapters but I never finished it. So we're on chapter four now. That's the next chapter, chapter four. Yeah. And it's going to be very exciting. Chapter four is called Role Playing The Many Faces of the Ego. And the ego is a bad, bad man. I don't like the ego. The ego is always a negative. It doesn't help you. I mean, it can help you survive. An ego can help you survive in this world. That's true. But an ego can hurt you a lot because it wants to be fed. And what it feeds off of is a lot of negatives, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. What do you think of that? <laughs> so I'm the more that I'm learning about the ego, the more that I'm understanding the role that the ego plays in that we need it. Like it's like a it's uh, like adrenaline. Like you need you need to have that. You can't just be kind of at peace all the time. Um, no, that's a lie because peace is totally different than like an energy state. But um, so, yeah, at the beginning of the book, I was like, great, I want to just get rid of my ego. But when I was running today, I was thinking, you know, I think we really need to have the ego so then it can, and I'm again, I'm not understand, I'm not understanding it completely. We're only on chapter three. Yeah. Um, but the ego, we need it to kind of like push us past just like normal, mediocre life. Mm -hmm. Like, because I was thinking about why am I training for this marathon? So, why? I'm, well, originally it really wasn't just for health. It was, but it was like, I want to be able to say I did a full marathon in COVID. Like that's the reason why I did it. I wasn't even... In January, when I signed up for this, I signed up for the half. And I signed up for the half because I knew that I could do it. It was going to be my fifth year doing it. It was going to be nice that you were going to do it. We would take pictures. It would be a great time. But then I was like, I want to be able to have a medal that says 26.2. And I know that's my ego. But now that like we can become aware of the ego, then use it. But just don't like put like a whole lot of attention, like a attention to it, I guess, or yeah. value or whatever on it. And, um, but still let it kind of like to drive you to go to the next level. The ego? No. Can you, do you think you'll have the drive to go to the next level without ego playing a role? Oh boy. Yeah. Um, because, well, uh, well, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. I don't, I don't have the answer to that question right now. If I had the answer, then I would tell you, but I'm not going to yeah. lie. And I'm not going to yeah. pretend to say, hey, I know what I'm talking about. So, yeah. Um, 
Boy, that's a Ooh. good question. Uh, I, I think the ego, like I said, it can help you survive. It, it is there to help you drive to certain purposes, but it feeds off a lot of things. It creates resentments and, and it loves to complain, right? And that, I mean, that's what it says in this book in chapter three. It talks about the ego need to dominate too, because <laughs> the moment you become aware of the ego in yourself, uh, the emerging awareness is who you are beyond mm -hmm. ego, the deeper I. So the recognition of that is yeah. what is going to take you beyond the ego. And if you're going to transcend this world, and that may sound silly to some people, but you really can. If you're going to transcend this plane, then you have to start doing that. And I still think you can do the things you want to do where the ego is there. I mean, we know the ego's there. You have to mm -hmm. recognize it. Mm -hmm. And it can help you for certain things. But you have to be constantly in the moment and present and aware of what it's trying to do because it can then try to take away yes from you and trick you that's right the ego is a very tricky little dude you it know? is yeah you gotta watch out for that ego he's a he's like the devil you know he's got a little pitchfork and he's running around he's trying to do bad things in your mind he is he's like a little trickster um when i was on book i did voice messages to myself because huh huh <laughs> your connection is not so great for this episode Come on, seriously? I know, it's sad to hear. Wait, why? Is it because I'm wearing earbuds instead of earphones? <laughs> <laughs> Does that have anything to do with it? No, that is, that is quite preposterous. They're crappy earbuds. It's nothing to do with the connection, you silly bird. <laughs> but is it is it giving like feedback that is making it difficult? No, it's not about that. It's not about that. It's about the Well, internet. I'm I'm connected right to my internet. I'm not even through Wi-Fi. I'm directly connected with the HDMI cable. No. Well the Ethernet cable. Well, you're doing the best you can. So I am. Sorry, guys. That's Sorry. all right. It happens. We'll keep going. Okay. So um I wrote down. What did I write down? Because I wrote down something on my walk that would pertain to this, actually. Hmm. said, on my walk today, I was thinking about conversation. Oh, yeah. I was thinking about a conversation that we had in a past podcast where we oh. were talking about if we should. Um, oh, no, this is, a, this is another part. So this isn't exactly with what Mike was just saying. However, um, you know, when we were talking about should we have the motive, should the motivation come from ourselves or should it come from accountability from others? Like which one helps you? Should it just yes, be like inner, inner, intrinsic or extrinsic? Yes. And then we were like, well, you know what? It's different for different people. And then maybe it's a combination of both of them. But mm -hmm. the thing that we didn't, or, or tell me if maybe this connects to one of those two, maybe it's intrinsic, I guess, but maybe attaching what we're doing to somebody else, not they're holding you accountable, but that you feel like you want to help them or that you want to do this for them. So like parents find this like where, you know, as a single person, you'll complain that like, oh, I need my sleep. I only got like six or seven hours. Oh, I need this. I need that. But then as soon as you become a parent, you're like running off of fumes, but it's okay because you're doing it for your baby. And you know what I mean? Like your, mm -hmm. your motivating factor is for another human life. And so I'm wondering if that is a really good thing that if, because I find that like now that I'm in a relationship with you and we're thinking about our future, I think about my health very differently than I used to. Um, I think about my everything. I think about my future. I think about my business. I think about everything 
differently because I'm not only doing it for me, I'm doing it for us. Um, and then same thing with like, you know, if you have aging parents, like my parents, knock on wood, are both very healthy, doing well. They're only in their 70s. However, the reality of it is that around the corner, they will start getting older and then they'll need me more. Um, and so I want to set myself up in a position, not only financially, but in a position that I would be able to take time off to be able to be with them more and it not hurt like our relation, like me and you, our future kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a good part of it too, is um, not having them accountable, like holding you accountable. You're kind of wanting to do it for them. So where would that fit in that? Would that be intrinsic? Like, is that your own motivation? Or is it something like a third reason? Well, you want to help them which is an external factor, but it's your internal drive because you want to, it's something you want to do. Mm -hmm. So I think that's more powerful than just doing it on your own. Because once it becomes difficult, like if I was just doing this marathon just for myself, but now I'm doing it, like I want to make you proud. I also want to do it because it's getting my health at a much better level. Like it's, as I'm going through it, it's doing a lot more. If mm -hmm. If it was just for me, just to do it, I never would have done 18 miles on Sunday. I can guarantee that. I would have like called my mom and been like, okay, pick me up. I've done 10. I'm good. So I think doing it for somebody else to make a better life for somebody else is a big one. Um, yeah. So I was just, I, that, I don't know why that came up to me today. Hmm. Maybe one of the things that I was listening to in the motivation like I listened to like a motivation soundtrack the whole time that I'm walking. So it was like two hours of just drilling it into me. Anyway, so I wanted to bring that up because I didn't think that we had talked about that during that, that episode. Um, and then there was another thing that I came up with that yes. do, 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 do. Well, um, oh yeah. And then, so in this book, we're talking about living in the now. Yes. Um, so, it's funny. A lot of the things that are coming up for me in this book are things that like we say, but I don't think I've ever taken the time to really understand the magnitude of what we're saying. Like I say, oh, we should be living in the now. And to me, it's just like rosy and like, look at the clouds and look at the flowers and look at how beautiful the world is around us. Be grateful. and yeah. But there's also the part of like, if you're living in the now for everything that you do, then you'll end up being happier if you choose to be happier. So even if you're in a job that you don't necessarily like, but you can be in that moment telling yourself, you know what, I'm pretty darn lucky because even though I don't like this job right now, I've got a job and there are so many people around me that are suffering right now because they can't get work and I'm going to make the best of this right now in the moment. But then people are, they're not living in the moment. They're thinking this sucks. I can't wait to get home. There's so many other things that I want to be doing. So then they don't enjoy where they're at. So I think living in the now is even going to make our work better, make us have more purpose in everything that we're doing. Mm -hmm. And ultimately making us happier in everything that we're doing. 
Everything? Like even the running. So today, I think this is where I might have gotten the drive to do this 12 miles because I was a big leap. So another thing that I think helped me this run um, was, so I found out that this guy passed away this weekend and he was, um, he was a guy that I was actually talking to before you and I kind of rekindled in September. So I was talking. Did you tell me this? I don't think you told me about this. Mm, I don't know. I don't think so. No, you didn't tell me that he died. No, no. I just found out yesterday. Oh. And um, and the only reason why I found out was because, and we didn't even go out. We were just like talking online. Um, Not what I heard. (laughs) Well, that's the truth. And so, um, but I felt because he was the best friend of one of my best friends from high school's brothers anyway so um so i i kind of knew of him and then we started talking whatever and it it didn't work out but um obviously and um but when i found out when i found out that he passed away yesterday or he's passed away on saturday yes um i uh i went on because we were we were talking on facebook messenger no facebook dating Facebook something. So I went and like re signed up because I obviously got rid of all my dating apps as soon as you and I started dating again. Um, Yeah. Thanks. So, um, I, uh, I signed up for it really quickly just to go and see what our past messages were, but that's not how that works. If you (laughs) delete your account, you delete everything. So I'm a little bit not good with that, but anyway, I all through the whole walk, I was like, Mike went, well, his name was Mike too, funny enough. Um, Mike, unfortunately, is never going to be able to do another run. Mike is never going to be able to do another walk. Mike will never be able to do this. Like, so every time that I felt like a little twinge in my ankle or in my knee, or I was like a little bit winded, I was like, no, like I'm able, I'm alive, go and do it. So it hurts a little bit, just go and do it. And it really gave me a, a big push this this run and I thought it was a you know that's one of the things that they say like if live today like it's your last and because it might just be anyway so it actually worked to motivate me and rest in peace Mike it's really 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 sad I don't know exactly what happened but he was a big car enthusiast so my guess is that he got in a car accident that's tough break I mean we're all gonna die someday just a question of when the clock's mm-hmm. ticking mm-hmm. very be, very sad it could end tonight this could be my final night on earth and then yeah. i will transcend this plane and that's what this book's all about though it's about preparing you should prepare now if you're not mm-hmm. prepared for death you should start preparing to transcend this realm now and i want that's my number one goal with this book is i want to be prepared to i want to i want to go beyond this this existence now which can be possible. It can be possible. So, wow. That's why I like this book, you know, and we have to, I just have to remove the ego completely and get rid of all my humanity. I need to become a stone cold killer, right? <laughs> that's not at all what this is about. Oh, I think <laughs> I got the message it. wrong then. Opposite, correct. Complete opposite. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I got the message wrong here. Now I know. Yeah. 
No, yeah, what I meant what is that it's all about something. <laughs> well, what I meant is that there are techniques and there's things you can do. You know, you've been meditating a fair amount recently. That's exciting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I haven't at all. Um, <laughs> you know, Eckhart Tolle, you can say what you want. If you're listening to this, you might be like, oh, I really like him. Or some of you might be thinking, oh, he's a dime store, you know, Oprah Winfrey pushed up, you know, mm-hmm. spiritualist or, you know, he's a. Uh, or he's the most boring person on earth because that's what I always felt. I can't listen to that man. I love his words. I love his thoughts. I love his energy. Yeah. Cannot listen to that man in an er- interview. Sorry, Eckhart. Well, because he's so at peace. He's so calm. Mm. So relaxed. Which I was also, I was like, mm, I don't know if I want to go to that level. I don't know if I want to transcend if it means that I'm going to just be like, good. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, that's just him, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Everybody's going to have a different experience. Or maybe it's all the same in the end. I don't know. But yeah, I, I don't put a lot of stock in looking at people to solve my issues. That's not how things work. What you do is you have to solve or you have to come to terms with your own experiences and you can look to people for commentary, analysis, suggestions, advice, strategies. People can give you all that, Mm -hmm. but you have to use them in your own way to find whatever it is that you desire. If you desire peace and serenity and 24 seven happiness. Well, that's not real. So get over that right now. But if you also look to find uh, a resolution with your significant other, maybe you guys aren't on the same page on a certain issue. You ask a lot of people, right? You even ask your friends. You can, you could talk to other people that you pay like a psychologist or a psychiatrist or a counselor or whatever therapist. Mm -hmm. And they can give you commentary and thoughts. But in the end, you have to take that and make the choices and apply the decisions. So it's still up to all of us. Mm -hmm. So in the end, there's external factors, but everything is intrinsically launched. Everything is intrinsically solved or resolved or kind of cemented. It happens from within. Mm -hmm. A lot of external factors, my dear. And the fact that the passing of your dearly beloved Mike. <laughs> Wait, that's, I'm only laughing because of what you called him, not because he passed. I know, uh, obviously, it's not very nice. I, I'm <laughs> sorry, uh, sorry, Mike. But Mike's dead now, so I will say this. Mm-hmm. He, hopefully, he knows peace and serenity, and he's on another plane so. now that you can't. Even, our human, our puny little human brains can't even fathom. Mm-hmm. There's so many levels and dimensions going on around us we we don't even have the capability to understand it and i'm really buying into that i really am Hmm. because it makes a lot of sense to me and there's so much information out there that we didn't know before and we slowly learn bit by bit and as thousands of thousands of years and tens and millions of years go by more and more information is revealed and understood due to the evolution of the human mind and things of that nature and people who study science and you know, metaphysics and the all those wonderful things where we can, you know, find wormholes and transport through time, but it's not really time. You're just transferring through dimensions. And hopefully all that stuff will one day be a reality. And I'll be pissed that I'll be dead because I won't get to experience it. But, but you I'm, will be experiencing it. 
Because I'll be dead? Yeah, you'll experience... <laughs> you have no idea? No, I don't... See, we're getting off track here because now I don't know... <laughs> I don't really have a point to all this. Uh, my point being is that I believe in this book because it really helped me out when I read it five years ago. The part that I did read, it was very powerful. And I'm like, wow, this makes so much sense to me. My ego is just making all these choices. Mm -hmm. So that's why I love this book. And I really, really am trying to rotate myself into diving into it fully. And I'm not committed to it fully. I've got to be honest. I'm still, yeah. I'm reading it. I went to the book club last night. Leanne was pissed because I didn't participate well. <laughs> wasn't pissed. Well, she wasn't pissed, but she was disappointed that I did not participate completely in the book club last night. Right. And I was, here's the thing. Okay. Just clarify. I was fine with you not, like, I'm fine with anybody coming and not participating. So just like FYI, you want to come and you don't want to really participate. I am totally cool with that. However, it's just like voting, and this is not political, this is just fact. Just like voting, if you choose not to vote, you don't get to complain. So if you're not gonna participate in the book club, then you don't get to talk about the way that you wish it would have went because you didn't participate to get it to go that way. That was all that I was saying. So when you do get super involved, I'm super excited because I love the way you think. You think so much differently than I do. And that's what I love about the podcast because you you think very differently. So I think it's going to bring a lot more discussion to the to the book club. So that's what I was trying to get across. Well, that makes a lot more sense than you being pissed. Yes, I See, think that so. Was a, that was a lame, like simple way to phrase a much more in-depth thought that you just expressed. So thank you. Yes, you're welcome. I appreciate that. You know, I, I, I was there. I, I, I stayed at the book club the whole hour. We do one hour, eight to nine mm -hmm. Eastern. Mm -hmm. Yes. Why do I feel like I'm hearing myself? I don't know. I can't. Everything sounds perfect to me. What's happening in this world? I don't know. Maybe anyway. a ringing in the ear. Maybe something's wrong oh, with you. Okay. <laughs> oh, help me! Help me! No, uh, I, I was there for the whole book club. Um, it has... I'm the only guy. Not that that matters at all. But mm, I think it male. plays a factor. No, I'm just saying. I'm just giving the demographics. It's um, me, you, your mom, my mother, who are both mm -hmm. older white women. And uh, then there's... Surprise! <laughs> Yeah, and then there's two, well, depending who's there. But then we have Janice, mm -hmm. who I think is fantastic. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Our audio struggled last night. That wasn't her fault. You know, yeah, she did that's normally never like that. Yeah. But Janice is very insightful, and she's also an older woman, mm -hmm. uh, you know, older than us. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know. Maybe I, it, it has nothing to do with that. I don't even know why I'm bringing that up. This is totally <laughs> pointless because. What I'm doing is just distracting from the issue. I, I just didn't feel compelled to say much as I sat there just kind of in silence and listening because people were talking about their own worlds. And they were, I just felt like a book club should really focus on the material. And maybe, in my opinion, we didn't do that enough because, but people were expressing their thoughts as the um, way they see them about the book. So, that's what a, a book club. Is, I don't know. Maybe a book club is just not for me. I don't know. Or maybe my 
Luke, my dear friend Luke's like, I can't believe you're at a book club. He thinks it's the most bizarre thing ever. Then but... have him come next week. Have no, he him, would never do that. Have him read the first. Luke, if you're listening to this, read He's the not. first four <laughs> chapters. <laughs> come on, Luke. Read the first four chapters and then come. In. Read just chapter four and come and sit in and be with your buddy. Yeah, I offered it to him. Uh, I even offered our friend uh, Eric to come on the show, not Eric B, Eric A. Oh I, yeah. I told him yesterday. I'm like, why don't you come on the uh, why don't you come oh. on the uh, the book club? We'd love to have you. But, oh my god, he'd be. But so he good. told me he told me something. He said, "That's very kind of you, but I'm being selfish right now. I'm working on myself." Good for him, Eric. Love to hear it. That's amazing. So, he didn't want to commit to anything, and he he said that being selfish meant working on himself. So he doesn't want to give his time to anything that he doesn't think is worth it, even if it could be valuable to him. He did admit, like, "Oh, well, I could learn something," but. Mm -hmm. I found nope. that to be interesting. So, I think that's wonderful. I bet you do. You're, mm -hmm. You love working on yourself. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's not selfish. Because if you, the, yeah, go ahead. Mm -hmm. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just that. gonna say, if you don't, if you don't work on yourself, then you're not gonna be at your best. So you're not giving your best to anybody else. So mm. it's actually selfish for you just to be going through the motions and and not taking care of yourself. Okay. But anyway, go ahead. What else did he say? I wanted to tell you what you said at the book club yesterday was fascinating because you talked about how you love to use words and the intent of your words means a lot to you. It always has. And you've always been very clear about that. Mm, yes. I you have Mike, don't say that. Like when I say, Oh God, why God, why let's give up. You hate mm -hmm. that. Stuff I do. You want, you want your purpose and your words to mean something. Yes. But this book started to challenge that last night. Because your mm -hmm. thoughts are not you. And you said that was really, the book says your thoughts are not you. It's your ego just kind of constantly going and going and going. And who you really are, according to the book, this is, again, according to Eckhart Tolle's A New Earth, mm -hmm. that's the, the person you really are is that voice inside of you that is looking at your mm -hmm. thoughts. Like, right. oh, those, those are my thoughts right now. So who who is that person? That That is the actual you, whatever that may be. So... Mm -hmm. That's what I'm talking about. I hope that makes sense to people. We're talking about your thoughts that you have about everything is the ego, but your actual self is the person inside or whatever you want to call it, the being or the the I am non-conscious. The what? The I am. The actual you. Right. Okay. The self looking at your ego. So mm -hmm. So you were like confused by that because you love using your words and your thoughts. Your thoughts are your purposes. I have to have direct all of my thoughts into the direction of the purpose. Yes. And so. I still so I still I still believe that we have to we have to try to create as much positivity as possible. Yeah. But now it's more in the terms of but just becoming aware of aware of those thoughts and aware of the negative thoughts and the positive thoughts. Cause I think I veer onto where I'm a preacher sometimes. And so I apologize to my friends that I like get on a soapbox, which I do not mean to, but I get so like, I don't want people saying, Oh, I'm a loser or Oh, I suck or Oh, I whatever. I really do hate it. And so I like, I'm always like, no, you need to like speak positively. But really, we shouldn't have any attachment to any of it. But I don't think that we should. I still don't think that we should be speaking negatively about ourselves. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, maybe, I 
Let me uh, just read this real quick from chapter three of Eckhart Tolle's The New Earth. Okay. So the, the heading is all structures are unstable. All structures are unstable. Mm-hmm. And the ego always wants something from other people or situations. There is always a hidden agenda, always a sense of not enough yet, of insufficiency and lack that needs to be filled. It uses people and situations to get what it wants. And even when it succeeds, it is never satisfied for long. Often it is thwarted in its aims. And for the most part, the gap between I want and what is becomes a constant source of upset and anguish. The famous and now classic pop song, I Can't Get No Satisfaction, is the song of the ego. I can't get no. You remember that song? Mm-hmm. That is the song of the ego. And the underlying emotion that governs all the activity of the ego is fear. The fear of being nobody. The fear of non-existence. The fear of death. All its activities are ultimately designed to eliminate this fear. But the most the ego can ever do is to cover it up temporarily with an intimate relationship a new possession, or winning at this or that. Illusion will never satisfy you. Only the truth of who you are, if realized, will set you free. Read the next sentence, because the next sentence is is important. Okay, fine. (laughs) I love you. All right, why fear? Because the ego arises by identification with form, and deep down it knows that no forms are permanent. Mm-hmm. They are all fleeting. Mm-hmm. So there is always a sense of insecurity around the ego, even if on the outside it appears confident. That is what blew my mind. That one part is the thing that started my whole thought process about social media and all of it. Hmm. Anyway, go ahead. Tell no, me. What, what, yeah. So th- so that was a big thing for me because when it when it I don't know why it hit me but when it said that all of it is fleeting and so the ego is constantly like I just pictured this little guy inside of you that's like oh I got to get more I got to get more and it was just like this like anxious little monster and <laughs> then I just started thinking about like on social media, that's what we do. We're constantly like, did I get a like? Did I get a like? Did I, I got to post one more thing. I got to go and look at something else. I got to go and what are they doing? What are they doing? And it's that constant like anxious thing. And so because we never get enough, then we're, it's getting super, super loud. The more stimuli we're getting, and then we're not being able to like hear, that's why meditation is so important. We're not able to hear our, our real self talking, like our real self telling us what to actually like what we believe because our ego is so loud and so anxious and so obnoxious. And that's what I just sound, I, I thought that was fascinating. And so if we could get quiet and listen to that, then we wouldn't have so many people trying to find their purpose Everybody's grasping on to like something else. That's my purpose. Like it's outside of us, but it's not outside of us. The ego wants us to believe it's outside of us. So then it has something else to grab onto. Like Hmm. that was just mind blowing for me. Yeah, that is really intense. There are all forms will fail in the end. Mm -hmm. So that's why we have to transcend with the formless. Yes. 
structures beyond structures and the formless is the stuff we just can't we can't even see it so it's air it's um magic energy yeah you know? yeah magic it doesn't have to be yeah it's magic sure it's the it's the magic inside of us it's like the, the magic inside of us the leanne hello story <laughs> it's the why do i love you like i, I there is love between us but like that is formless you cannot measure it we can't put it in a bottle we can't put it on no. a measuring tape we can't compare how much i love you compared to you love me none of it there's no form no structure to it at all but it exists hmm that's fascinating i think yeah. you get it you seem to understand it and that's what we're talking about the ego and this form and formless and that's why i wanted to share that little piece of the book yeah. and we're just getting going on that book there's many more chapters to come and hopefully the thing is you have to dive into it you have to you can't just uh, look at it and read it and be like oh that's fascinating we have mm -mm. to you have to want to commit to it and truly change how we see ourselves how we not our thoughts necessarily we, but we have to change our view of what existence is in order to leap into a next level of consciousness a greater higher purpose a greater sense of being so mm -hmm. i think that's really exciting and uh and he's you know, doing a really good job because when i looked at originally when i looked at the kind of what the chapter titles were mm -hmm. i was like holy mackerel he is just gonna this is gonna be like one of those books that's just like i have a lot but i'm gonna say it different ways in 10 different and it's like so i wasn't like i was excited the book but i wasn't overly excited that it was going to be this this really powerful thing. I was really hoping it was going to be, but I didn't know if it was because the chapters made me, I thought that it was just going to be like, okay, we heard all this before, but wow. he does a very good job of what I like is he's doing a really good job of making us understand what it is like deep down like i almost feel like i'm in almost like a psychology biology kind of like class when i'm doing it and it actually made me last night go and i wanted to like i went on and researched like studies and stuff about ego because there's so much that we just don't know so it wasn't woo woo stuff it's this is fact this is how it works so it's fast it is it's just fascinating I'm one of those people that just like it is fascinating. It's very exciting. Yay. Yeah. Well, you've been yeah. listening to the first day pod. First day pod at protonmail.com. First day pod on Twitter and Instagram. You can DM the show anytime you feel like it. We're talking about a book club we did last night, and we're talking about transcending this plane. No big deal. Easy to do. <laughs> and uh, as we wrap up the show, because I got to go, I got more stuff to do. So it's going to be a little shorter. Although mm -hmm. tomorrow, oh, well, we're. Actually, it was 45 minutes in. Uh, yeah. Um, I do just want to thank you really quickly. Thank so, who? You. So, you. yeah, last night. Um, so yesterday, you guys know that I've been like struggling with my gut for a while, a couple years now. And I've been going through all the stuff. Well, I finally had my appointment with my grass stroke guy. And um, he wants me to go on this. Like, it's not medication, but it's like this thing that I got to take every night not overly keen on taking anything and 
you pointed out to me, Mike, which at first I was like, no, it's not my ego. But you're like, it's your ego talking that you don't want to take this medication. And I was like, it's not my ego. I just don't want to take it. Like, I don't want to be in a position that I'm sick or that I'm not healthy, that I actually need to take something. And then you're like, that's your ego because you want to be 100% healthy, not because you want to be, but you want to pretend that you are clearly or not. So take the medication, fix yourself, get better, and then move on. But your ego is not letting you see the reality of the situation. So even though I thought you wanted a little bit, um, I was very, very grateful. And then I slept on it. And then this morning I um, decided I'm going to start taking this like super seriously and I downloaded an app. So if any of you guys are trying to track anything like in your health, there's an app and it's called the Cara Care app, C-A-R-A. And I think I might have talked about this in a past episode like months and months ago, but I was just like, this seems like a really cool app. And then I was like, there's no way I'm doing it. I'm not tracking anything because I'm fine. Um, I'm not fine. I need to figure this out. And it's one of those apps that it puts everything together. So I have an app for your food. You have an app for, you know, your cycle. You have an app for your exercise. This app is everything all together. Your poop, your mood, your food, your everything, your cycle, you can put notes in it and it's super easy to use. So if anybody's listening and you're going and struggling through anything, stop listening to your ego and just like start taking control of the actual things that are happening to your body. So Mike, thank you so much for calling me out on that because I, I really did need to hear it. I didn't want to, but I needed to. So thank you. Yeah, you know, it's all part of the plan. <laughs> Good. I'm glad you know what the plan is. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we had just talked about all this in the book club, so it was pretty obvious to me. It wasn't to me. That's fascinating. And, you know, I liked my other thought on it. You know, I've been taking Suboxone for a long time because mm -hmm. I need it. Mm -hmm. And I take it every day because I need the medicine. And that's it. Mm -hmm. I don't question it. Mm -hmm. I had questioned it once upon a time. I mean, there was times like, oh, I got to get off of this. But it's not that's uh old ways of thinking that's old programming and that's the ego telling you like hey i'm i'm above this you know i'm better than this and it wants to win it always wants to win and I don't... he's tricking you yeah so i know that this medicine helps me mm -hmm. keeps me sober and mm -hmm. don't ever have to think about taking opioids at all mm -hmm. so there's no point in like trying to get off of this medication. There's this constant fear that like if you're taking medication, you're less than or you're not healthy. Mm -hmm. But people need medication to survive sometimes. Mm -hmm. So don't be silly. I won't be silly. Mm -hmm. Don't you be silly, Leanne. And everybody else out there who hears something like this and maybe you have similar thoughts. Hopefully you can understand. You know, there are there is you know, a conglomerate of pharmaceutical companies out there that are bad. They're bad people. And these companies are bogus. That is separate from sometimes needing certain medications. So you mm -hmm. have to be aware. You have to pay attention. Yeah. Do your homework. But there's also medications that are useful. I mean, we cured polio vaccines and things like that. <laughs> those are good things. We don't want those diseases around. So we, right. we use these things because they can help us. Now we, I don't want to get into the whole vaccine debate, but it's just a reminder yeah. of uh, 
medicines can be good for you and don't think that you're a less of a person or you're you're not up to humanity standards that's just silly silly yes. silly, silly so your ego tricking you he's such a little jerk yeah. didn't even realize how oh involved he is with my life ego tripping ego tripping i'll tell you what <laughs> yes. Okay, well, you've been listening to the First Day Pod. Thanks for listening. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Uh, to all our many viewers out there, man, you guys were, God, leave us alone. We're trying to do a show here, okay? Thanks for watching. And <laughs> Thank uh, you. we'll be back next week, as always, every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern time. We do have the book club every Monday night, 8 o'clock <laughs> Eastern. If you want to <laughs> get connected with us, send us an email, <laughs> firstdaypod at protonmail.com, or DM us on Instagram or Twitter, and we'll send you the Zoom link will get you connected because we do it on Zoom every yeah. Monday night. And mm -hmm. Leanne does a great job. She's the host and she does an amazing job. So mm -hmm. this week I'm going to host. So, Yay! Which yeah. is a different, it's a change of pace. I've never hosted a book club before. So we'll see how it goes. If you want to join us, uh, I would love to be yeah. having you aboard. Yeah. Come out for his first hosted book club. It should be interesting. Yeah. I've truly sold out. It's over. <laughs> That's okay, well, thank you. That is my ego. You're right. Sorry. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Communicate with us if you choose to. You guys make the show go. But we're going to do the show even if you don't want to talk to us. We're still going to do it. So that's how we feel because we like doing the show and we like talking about life. So thank and you very much. we love you guys. Bye.